in my office in Boston, Massachusetts. This is Bobby Pape, and this special has everything. We've got reasons why we are thankful. We've got hot takes on Thanksgiving foods. We've got some holiday-themed recommendations for your holiday season entertaining. And we have a cavalcade of hosts. The whole family's here, almost. And uh, I will run them off from, I don't know, let's do right to left on the run sheet, because I'd hate for her to think that I forgot her again in the self-anointed Forgotten Studios in Libid, Washington's The Nice Lady, Christy Wise. The Nice Lady. Nice Lady, Christy Wise. Good Hello. evening, Christy. It's an ironic name. <laughs> I just got it. Uh, in Austin, Texas, Hillary Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening. In Detroit, Michigan, Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> In New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Don't At Me Lundholm. And you're going to say hello to me? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Hi, Anne. I'll, good, I'll good, take a Good evening, Anne. Hello, Anne. Hi, Bobby. I was trying to be snappy, you know, where there's a lot of people here. I want to keep it moving, keep the energy up. And I failed. Uh, in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike, the jail dude for Zell. Hello, Bobby. Ah, see, there we go. Back on oh, track. fuck you. <laughs> I can't even say hello correctly. Not when it's showing me up, you can't. Oh, man. I can't win. Well, we'll all be showing up now because also joining us this Uh-oh. evening... <laughs> from the Finney Ridge neighborhood of Seattle, Washington, it is podcast editor, just not ours, Phyllis the Fletch Fletcher. Good evening, Phyllis. What's up, guys? The more fighting, the better. It's just like warm up <laughs> for Thanksgiving. It's like family, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> Slight little barbs here and there. Yeah. Sure. Just a passive aggression. Just snatch that gravy mm-hmm. right out of that hand. My turn. <laughs> well, that's that's a kind of wine. I, you know, I see you brought some wine, and that's some wine. So, sure. thank you for the mm-hmm. wine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Snatch nice. that gravy is an early show title contender. <laughs> yeah. Snatch um, that gravy. Uh, Phyllis, thank you for joining us. It's so good to have you. Yeah. Thanks. I'm psyched to be to be back to be here. It's awesome. The, my last appearance on the show was, you know, um, I was doing it live with just Anne, which was super cool, but it was just a drop-in, you know, uh, so it's cool to be here with the whole gang. Yeah, I mean, that was significantly better organized and much more polite <laughs> than this will probably be. But... It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, was Anne awesome. was, was yeah. dropping dropping science on uh, TV show Friends, so it was very science. useful. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Uh, the only voice we're missing this evening is Jeremy and Christy. I actually don't remember. Did Jeremy ever make it home from his road trip? Is he alive? <laughs> he did, did he survive? <laughs> he did. He still has the mustache, though, so no, there's no. <laughs> not for long. Yeah, so he yeah he may not be alive much longer. Got it. You know, he dropped a, a picture of his mustache in the work slack, and immediately uh, one of our coworkers, one of our colleagues, um, hit, like comma and then enter like 10 straight times to make it disappear 
And nothing's ever gotten more likes or positive responses than Milo making sure that that mustache never appeared on, on anyone's screen again. Oh. God, it's so nice to hear about a good person named Milo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, just a little bit of small talk here for this Thanksgiving Day edition of the show. Surprise, because I don't think we forward promo this, although we haven't recorded the next Monday show yet. So maybe you will forward promo. So if you want to talk about Thanksgiving, uh, listen to next week's show and then call in. Don't call in this week. Following week's show. Uh, We're going to do a very special question of the not week. this is a, a format of question that I have stolen blatantly from a sports podcast that stole it blatantly from some other show. Uh, and this is uh, overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. It's just a hot take machine. And tonight's <laughs> hot take topic is Thanksgiving foods. So I, I have asked everyone to ponder their overrated, underrated, favorite, and least favorite Thanksgiving foods. And this is probably so that we could just fight about Thanksgiving food like we do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yay. And I, re- I recognize that not everyone uh, may have a, a, a real hot take on each of these, but uh, I will open up the door now to overrated Thanksgiving foods. Is anyone eager to go first? I think Christy should go first because I think I, I think mm-hmm. I know the answer. <laughs> Yeah. And I just want to hear food it. from Thanksgiving <laughs> yes. is overrated. Yes. It's all gross. If it was good, we would eat it year round. And you don't. The end. I don't, I don't find that out. to be a compelling argument. There are lots of reasons why you don't eat it all year round. It has nothing to do with how it tastes. It has to do with the uh, labor intensive nature of the, the preparation. Intensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. Yeah, that's For gross. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know christy and the meal is super expensive <laughs> it's funny the uh, the other day i was um uh so i thanksgiving is the one day a year that i cook uh but stuffing i make from a mix because like a why not and b like it's a mix from like a cute little bakery that i really like and i just really have gotten like hooked on that specific stuffing and i had gus with me the other day um my son gus i think probably most people listening know he's a nine-year-old and um he was shocked that it came from uh croutons and he said isn't it just goo (laughs) and it made me think of you (laughs) yes it is (laughs) yeah he he had no idea it came from bread cubes (laughs) yeah um well Stuffing's very polarizing. I need it's to. It's a terrible thing ask, to do to bread. Like, it's so I, 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 love I have it. to I ask love you so much. Oh my god, stuffing is my favorite. Yeah, Christy, Christy. I mean, you're making a blanket attack, but let me single out one <laughs> one item, and let's have a discussion about it. And that's uh, turkey, because I do I do kind of support you in some way on the turkey. Hmm. Turkey is um, my overrated. That is all. Well. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that because I, I think I think that it's properly rated. And the reason I think that, because um, I wanted to do an item that was properly rated. Yeah, four categories wasn't enough for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> turkey is properly rated because when it's prepared for Thanksgiving and it's prepared well, it's delightful and it's a great part of the meal and the leftovers and all that. And it's it's just wonderful. Okay, on the other end of the spectrum, nobody likes a good turkey sandwich more than me. It's mm. wonderful. Great, great, great thing that I'll, I'll order 
uh, all, all year round. Hmm. However, unlike chicken and pork, the other white meat, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of use for turkey in other types of recipes. You know, hmm. it's 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 like, like people will fix, like even here, we fix chicken dishes, we, we fix, you know, pork shoulders and you know, all this stuff all year round. But the turkey is is definitely it's it's only sandwich and like Thanksgiving or or fill in other holiday. Mm. You know, Mike. So to me, there's it's no like versatility to it. Turkey to turkey appears in the kitchen for me when like I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna have turkey meatballs instead of regular yeah. meat. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's like you have oh. turkey bacon when you want to punish turkey yourself. Turkey bacon. Yep. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was talking about turkey at in its. Original like form, not form, like turkey right, yeah. reconstituted. Yeah. Like a turkey breast. Else. You don't eat Trader that. Joe's no, frozen turkey never. meatballs are not part of this conversation, but they are pretty good. They are hmm. good. Well, so, yeah. Anne, why uh, is turkey overrated? Uh, just in terms of Thanksgiving, because uh, it's the centerpiece of the meal, but I like the other elements of turkey much mm-hmm. better for Thanksgiving. Okay. And I, I don't think that turkey isn't non-versatile meat as mike is saying that may have something to do with i think minnesota is the number one producer of turkeys in the nation <laughs> whoa and uh my mom you're like has... i'm well aware of a good turkey <laughs> right. my mom makes a lot of good recipes with turkey that are just because they have turkey and not because we're trying to be healthy i just think that when we get to the uh carb fest that is uh, thanksgiving i want the carbs am i right hillary Hillary and I are the carb girls (laughs) yes I I could not be more down with you about the carbs but let me back up with the turkey thing here like I think uh one of the one of the problems in the lack of versatility is a turkey is a even the smallest turkeys are a huge commitment whereas you get some chicken breasts at the store and you can do all kinds of things with them you know turkey (laughs) needs to cook a lot you know yeah. So it just doesn't get used as much. Maybe maybe in the Midwest it, it's different, but um, where I grew up and around here, you just don't go to a restaurant and see a lot of turkey dishes. You see sandwiches, you see Thanksgiving dinner, and that's it. Hmm. Pop into a sports bar, get a get a Heggie's pizza with a set of turkey fingers. Why <laughs> <laughs> not? Yeah, that doesn't happen. That sounds doesn't happen. Um, oh, I I would if if people did it. I would. Oh yeah. I would say the only place I the places I see turkey. On the menu regularly are the the old folks restaurants that that mm-hmm. I love, like the local mm-hmm. chain, not Applebee's alternative mm-hmm. restaurants, mm-hmm. where there's always like a hot turkey dinner. It's like mm-hmm. an option. Or something. Okay. And Movies my dad always nice. orders it. Aw. Yep. Yep. yep, my dad too. And, huh. and so do I, because I'm about the same age as your father. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little um, older than my dad, actually. <laughs> that's true. I know your dad's pretty hip. Yeah. <laughs> it's either the turkey dinner or the pot pie, like the chicken pot pie dinner. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have the same dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do when my mom stops cooking Thanksgiving because I've never cooked a Thanksgiving like ever in my life. I've just watched her do it and like. The only thing that I add to it is I'll like stir the gravy sometimes, or if she decides to make rolls, I'll help her like knead it. Um, but I like. Where's your parade? <laughs> right. I need to. I think I have a picture of me stirring gravy, and it was like, oh look, Hillary's doing the like. So melting. She did it. I'm wearing an apron. That I. Um, oh gosh. That my mom's turkey is really good. I mean, it's 
it's Butterball, but it's good. But I watched her, and we talked about this in the chat earlier. I watched her remove like the parts and I was like I will never do this I will never I will never do this ever if I have to be in charge like we are getting a turkey from Popeye's which they have a really good like fried turkey FYI <laughs> um, I yeah. that is what I'm doing I will do that and I'll do the other stuff like I I, I love I Okay, for me, the only carb that I don't enjoy, and this is a personal preference, I I do not judge anybody who likes it. I just don't like, I don't love mashed potatoes. That is mm. just not something that I love. I love french fries. That's the potato form that I enjoy. I don't enjoy mashed potatoes. It's just, I don't like the texture. But I love, I love stuffing. I love gravy. I love, my mom makes a spicy spinach, cream spinach kind of situation. Um, those are the things I love. I She does a lot of fruit oriented things that I'm not a fan of as much and I mean like not like pies which she makes wonderful pies but she does like um like a fruit salad and I don't love a fruit salad that's just not what I'm going for but is it possible that you're bending over backwards to be polite about this because she's our one of our primary <laughs> listeners she, she knows I she's always like do you want fruit salad and it's in this beautiful like uh you know bowl that she got when she got married it's beautiful and i'm like no no fruit. i'm a brat i will be <laughs> honest about it i do not want fruit salad i want rolls and i want turkey and i want stuffing and i want gravy and spinach and that's what i want and i want great and i want the gravy to go all over it like i don't want it to be like <laughs> oh, like in a corner okay. i want it to be all over it <laughs> for a few years we had a i have an aunt who was bringing green salads to family holiday dinners and nobody gives a fuck (laughs) right green salad didn't even make the the o-u-f-l-f list because because green salad is bullshit that's my fifth category agree Uh, it was my l now hold up here hold up here about making blanket statements about green salads because we have one at every holiday that mm-hmm. my mom makes that is and I make sometimes that's fantastic. Really? That's romaine what is it lettuce. About? Tell me about and, it. Okay. Um, yes, please defend your salad. Romaine mm-hmm. lettuce and celery and green onions and um sliced sugared almonds and mandarin oranges and mm. a dressing that is like parsley and oil and lemon juice and a little sugar and it's great. And every time we have a meal with a larger family, they request that my mom bring it. So Aww. I know it's not just us. Hmm. It must be the salad exception. <laughs> it's great. Is it Sounds possible good. your mom makes something that's so terrible that that they don't <laughs> want it? And so that they request that she bring this harmless salad instead? Uh, no, that would be my aunt. <laughs> okay, because every family has what. See, no, just bring yeah. the Mike, beers. This is, just, this is my dad's job is to make the salad for every family thing because he sucks at making everything else. So he makes okay, the Okay, yeah. Salad. See, that's what I was getting at. Is like, is like yep. when someone asks me to bring something and they're specific about it. I'm like, all right, I get it. I'll bring the ice. <laughs> no, so my, I mom had, a, I, my mom's a great cook. Uh, people will ask my aunt. First, it was, oh, just bring a vegetable dish, and then it was, oh, why don't you? bring a dessert and then why don't you bring some rolls is the level they're at sister schuster rolls by the way if you don't want to make rolls get the sister Mm. schuster ones because they're really good and they're just go get them in the freezer section that's my Mm. my hot tip so i my overrated um ingredient is going to cause i think maybe maybe i'll get killed for this this opinion (laughs) i don't know after oh hearing God. you guys, this is a dangerous thing, but I wrote it down and I can't take it back now. But Uh-oh. I think gravy is overrated. 
Ah, you are. You're gonna die. Bye, Mary. Yeah, I know. I know. White gravy is overrated, but it usually doesn't appear at Thanksgiving. No, I just, I just think if your food is so dry that it needs hot ham water to be edible, (laughs) then your food is not made well. I'm gonna agree with what everyone says. So I think you're doing it wrong if it's hot ham water. Well, hot, that was just just for the the reference. But yeah, hot hot turkey water, whatever. It doesn't matter. Aunt Linda, if you could just bring some hot ham water and we'll just set it over to the side and people want to use it, they'll use it. You're great at it. I just don't think it's necessary. And maybe this is my, maybe this is the five years I spent in Texas but like a lot of people in Texas are like if you need barbecue sauce for your barbecue it's bad barbecue right Mm. yeah yeah, that is a regional yeah. thing, though, when it comes to barbecue. Yes. You know, it's it's not, um, for me, the gravy, as you see in the Slack channel, the gravy that I am I am doing a really good job of, of whisking. Um, yes. It is because it's like really, it, it, I don't need it, but it's an extra flavor that I like. It's like adding like Tabasco or something mm-hmm. to something for me. I just like want to pour it on. It's really, it's really salty. Well, <laughs> it is a giant calorie that... <laughs> That is the largest can of gravy I've <laughs> yeah, ever seen. Yeah. Huge amount yeah. of gravy. If How you want salt, okay. just put salt. I don't... Yeah. The Meredith. kids are going for a swim in that after dinner. Yeah. How, how, how was glass that? of gravy. How was that large Meredith's amount? Point. How was that large amount of gravy generated? Like, how did that come <sighs> to exist? 40 turkeys? It's is like it packs or actual turkey grease? Well, it's like turkey grease plus like turkey, like... She, you know the stuff that falls, and then Ugh. the browning, the browning um, drippings, liquid, flour, know, yeah, yeah, flour, yeah, lots butter. of flour, lots of flour. Mm. And um, I need to ask Kathleen. I'll ask her what her recipe is. Yes, it's please, because like, that's yeah, an insanely large amount. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, can we get that great. recipe and post it? Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be great to put in the show notes. Kathleen's gravy. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. I want to address Meredith's gravy concern directly. Uh, I'm not saying that you have to like gravy or, she, oh, you need to try this gravy, that gravy, whatever. I'm, what I want to offer mostly is a tip for people uh, who are hosting Thanksgiving. Don't make this mistake, like the mistakes that were made when I visited Seattle last summer when there was no ice available for, for drinks. Oh, my um, God. Don't host a Thanksgiving. Okay. No, this is a parallel. This is a parallel. Six months later. Do <laughs> not... Do not have a Thanksgiving table full of food that you expect people to enjoy and then get the butter out of the fridge and slap it down on the table. Oh, you're so right. That's That's, right. You know what? I got my mother a butter bell for Christmas last year to avoid this exact problem. Mm -hmm. And so you've got room temperature Even even if whatever you're dishing up is going to melt the butter eventually, you don't want to wait for that. You're hungry. But, you've been eating. You've been smelling this food cooking for nine hours. You've been watching terrible football. Come on, let me give me some butter that's ready to go. But and to a lot Meredith's of people point, make the mistake. You know, doesn't Hillary just like uh, gravy? Like you could I put do. anything under the gravy. True. I mean, I like the individual <laughs> stuff gravy. as well, but I like the gravy. I probably would. You can't put any I mean, <laughs> pie. Here's a nice piece Why of not? apple pie. Mm, put the gravy mm. on it. <laughs> if I was hungry enough, yeah. I mean, it's all going the same place. There's Let's go. Better texture than stuffing. I was going to name. Is good. Oh, I was going to so name good. my new band Gravy Concern, but. Ooh. 
uh, under the gravy might be even better, there. actually. <laughs> God. Um, well, I, I feel bring like it back. we're yeah we're getting lost in general discussion. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. Bobby take well, us back I, to a category. I want to bring it back to to, to mine, which is um, not stuffing generally, but in bird stuffing. Wait, oh. which category are we still oh, doing? Overrated. 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 Okay. I think, I think that that's a mistake. Stuffing is overrated. Right. There are mm-hmm. a lot of people who insist on doing it even though it's dangerous and mm-hmm. stupid. And gross. Because, because, because then it becomes are, goo. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm not cool on, on medium rare turkey goo. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe this is something we can well, all agree on. You, yeah. I You're just a yokel, Bobby. <laughs> well in France that's all they eat is medium rare turkey goo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my uh, I, mom does it both ways. I think she stuffs a little bit in there, but then yeah. she also has like a casserole of uh, yeah, mine does too stuffing. I think yeah. the best part yeah. of stuffing well, is the crispy bits that dressing you get yeah. from. I think that's it. the technical way to tell them apart. And oh, I do. A, let's leave uh, the semantics. Yes, it's All not right, icing but, frosting. We're not. We're not going into that. Yeah. <laughs> just a nice, just a nice gravy fondant, right? Uh, <laughs> you put anything under it. Um. No, I like a nice pan dressing with like sausage and sage. But yep, yeah, bird stuffing. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and I will. I'll take it right into underrated because my underrated is weird, and I want to see if anyone has thoughts on this. I oh, I have two, but one of them is more oriented to the meal. The the real underrated one for me is succotash. Hmm. Oh. What? Describe That's it. Not a part of any right. Native Americans bring, England, bring that to you on the first Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you suffering when they brought it to you? <laughs> Succotash was dropped on me, actually. Um, I um, it's it's sweet corn and lima beans, and then sometimes you know tomatoes and things make their way into it. Mm-hmm. But I like lima beans, oh, and I, I feel like I'm the beans. only person on earth who likes you lima do. beans. You're a hundred. <laughs> you're eighty. Like uh, you, you take your you take your dentures out and you mash <laughs> those lima your, beans up. Watch your World War Two ducks. Oh my god, do you eat liver too? <laughs> no, I do like uh, liver actually. Yeah. See, when I was a when I was a kid, we would we, almost entirely frozen vegetables. That's all we bought, and I liked. The frozen lima beans. I don't know why exactly. Something about the texture of them. They're so grainy. Usually, when something is a texture thing, it's usually something I don't like because of the texture like coconut. But lima beans, I don't know. And it's not all lima beans. It's, it's you know, sweet corn lima beans and other stuff. And it's seasoned and it's its own thing. And sometimes it's a casserole. When we did our Thanksgiving wedding and, you know, we had a Thanksgiving menu at our wedding uh, reception – I had we had succotash on the menu, and I tried to convert as many people as possible because most people hadn't had it before. So, my underrated Thanksgiving is succotash. You're it's a gotta succotash be the evangelist. <laughs> yeah, I think I am now. Wow, it doesn't succotash. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you say you tried to convert people, that also implies you failed. So. How hard no, I, did, I, I think did I had, fail? I mean, I was also busy and drinking, but I believe I succeeded for at least, you know, to some people. At least three people <laughs> went and took their gifts off the table and, and walked right out. Right, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we served other things, too. It wasn't just succotash. The caterers loved us because they got to do a ton of turkeys for all of our guests. No. Um, Probably the only time they've served succotash. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a good butternut squash ravioli, too, which I wouldn't have thought of for a Thanksgiving meal. But Can we get some canned peaches <laughs> right. uh, over here? <laughs> they don't, uh, no wedding cake. We're going to get some canned yeah, peaches. Right. That's some overcooked in heavy syrup. <laughs> uh, also... This is more of a family tradition than an underrated thing, but the morning of Thanksgiving when we're first preheating the oven, I pick this up from my uncle. We always do a can of um, store brand orange cinnamon rolls first oh. thing just no. to get the yeah. kitchen That'll started work. and then yeah. just sort of pick up them throughout the morning. Yeah. So that attracts people into the kitchen. Then you can put them to work stirring your gravy like, oh, Hillary's <laughs> here to get a roll. <laughs> put on yeah, an apron so. and let's go. Let's get some pictures. <laughs> you know, that's that cinnamon roll idea is kind of related actually to my underrated which is plain snacks because people need something so they don't continuously ask when the turkey is coming out they just Mm -hmm. need some fucking Mm -hmm. shit to shove in their mouths Mm -hmm. to stop them from talking (laughs) or thinking and they need to stay the fuck out of the kitchen kitchen. (laughs) so you put those snacks far away on the other end of the house it can be celery chips cheese crackers like stuff that just generally you people like aren't a dry allergic cat to. food dispenser that yeah like half hour just get out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah scram yeah yeah here. so that's that to me is my underrated and it's so underrated that i sometimes forget and i really need to not forget that uh-huh. it's yeah, crucial yeah. so that's my underrated Cheap pack of pre-sliced cheese and yeah. some crackers and a relish tray. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. You jackals, <laughs> yes. get out of here. Yes. At Thanksgiving, my mom would always do something um, that is also underrated, which is and also probably gross to other people, but I love it. Um, celery with cheese whiz on it. Oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it. I'd eat it. I'm not too proud probably of you, would Try it. it. Just try it. It has a crunch. It's got cheese-ish. Cheese. It's everything good. Cheese-ish. Does does she ever bust out the easy cheese? The spray can? Um... Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it make, puts it in a prettier way. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. It's, a it's, art. it's like <laughs> piping. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No. I think it's interesting that the woman who doesn't like the texture of any Thanksgiving food is defending cheese whiz right now. <laughs> On, On celery. celery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a double whammy of weird textures. Uh, what? <laughs> I didn't say mayonnaise. Mmm, <laughs> stringy. Mm. <laughs> It's like string cheese, but really bad because it's strings and cheese, not a string cheese. Uh, Mike, what's your underrated? Uh, underrated, I would say, I mean, I, I, I hesitate to call it a um, a Thanksgiving food per se, but it is available at almost every Thanksgiving, and that is corn on the cob. And what I like to do is like take what? my... my, my uh, huh? I like to get a steak knife or a sharp knife and cut the corn off the cob. Mm-hmm. Uh, put some of that room temperature butter on there, a little salt and pepper, mm-hmm. and then I mix that with my uh, mashed potatoes, which takes them from properly rated to underrated, and um, <laughs> and then possibly a little little gravy dipping on the edges there. So okay. uh, I'm pretty sure I'm at on the underrated. I've never sure seen I heard corn Anne. on the cob at Thanksgiving. Me neither. Really? Anne, was that you? Doing it's in the cornucopia. Question mark dog. I mean, corn is not uncommon. Corn dishes, like your creamed corn or whatever, yeah, but corn right, on the yeah. cob, it's a little out of hey. season. 
it, I, it takes too much uh, oven space, too. Yeah. Mm. Who's cooking it in the oven? You just boil that shit. It takes, I know, like, but I mean, same. Oh, like, the minutes. oven is pretty precious. No, 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 no. It just takes a few minutes, and it's fresh, and you just cut it off there, and it just makes all the difference in the world. It's the freshest thing you'll have at your Thanksgiving. Really? But where do you get well, fresh like sweet it. corn in November? In Texas, we get good corn all year round. I mean, it's I good. Suppose. It's all good. Hmm. This is why the Canadians do their Thanksgiving earlier. You know, they <laughs> just got a jump start on screwing the Indians. <laughs> they brought corn, and and God bless us if we didn't cut that right off the cob and eat it with some butter and and salt and pepper while we were like small adjusting the buckle on your hat. Said yeah. back. <laughs> right. Well, let uh, me springboard off of something that Mike said. Is that my underrated is mashed potatoes. Hillary, you can take yeah. a few minutes off. <laughs> not your thing. But uh, I think that uh, mashed potatoes don't get their due. And I think I talked about it here on a previous Thanksgiving special on the old show. But one like Saturday before Thanksgiving, I was watching America's Test Kitchen. And they were making so like good. ultimate mashed potatoes. And they put in like two sticks of butter and then mm. they put in the whole milk and then they put in the cream and I made mm. a noise that was something like oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. I totally agree with you I love mashed potatoes yes. so much they're my favorite my mom sent us all a text asking what was our must-have sides and that was my mm. answer and vegetables are important, you know. Let's not underrate it. We need to have oh, yes. some healthy vegetables uh-huh. at the at the mm, yeah. Thanksgiving table. I have a caveat though to that because I think that if they're mashed too much or whipped too much, then it's just potato soup mm. no. or you know, overcooked. That's the thing. Yeah, I think they need. I like to have the skins in there, and I like them mm. to have a, a like a little bit of texture. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just drinking soup. Oh, I'll take them any way they come. My mom whips them really smooth, but I can get into a more rustic preparation of mashed potatoes. woman. The good news is there's so much other stuff going on at the at the Thanksgiving table that even if the potatoes aren't exactly right, you can make them right. You can find a way to make them right. Yep. yep. My brother and I it. always do the same thing. It's kind of like in UHF when he makes the, the mashed potato uh, volcano, but we'll oh, make yeah. kind of a mound of mashed potatoes and then make a well in it and put some butter in there and then close it up yes. so that it's like oh, enclosed oh, and it melts and pocket. then you put butter on top oh thank you for that that's a good tip that is the right way to do it nice uh uhf is a perfect uh segue to me imagining Anne trying to watch america's test kitchen making these mashed potatoes but it's scrambled and so she's turning the knob halfway to the next channel (laughs) and kind of holding the antenna just right and i can hear it i can hear it They seem to be really enjoying it, but I can't quite get a visual. <laughs> I think I see a chive. Right. <laughs> wow. That's a good show title. Right. There really was an article in, I don't know, Harper's or something like 15 or 20 years ago about the production similarities between reality food shows and porn. They use a lot of the same oh. things um, because Tactics. they're... Yeah, and they, they kind of... the. Then they they were looking at the science of like why does that work 
Um, a lot of these things of like, you know, um, close ups and then zooming far out and, and skipping ahead in time to when you're done and having shot the, the part where you're done actually before you do the, the making of it. And, um, and they talked about, uh, how it was kind of retraining the, the part of your body that closes and opens sphincters. What? So there you go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was this amazing. This is so informative for a Thanksgiving show. Yeah. <laughs> there is a video that Gregory sent me ages ago. of It's, it's just spliced together clips of Sandra Lee, who did the cooking show Semi-Homemade. She's this kind of like pretty blonde lady. And she's the former sort of first lady of New York, too. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she have that awful, awful, awful Kwanzaa cake that was really a Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen that. (laughs) So I'll share this video with you guys. But I'm I'm also a zero inbox email person. But this is the one thing that I leave in my email no matter what. (laughs) It's always there because it makes me laugh no matter what. I'll share it. Uh, who else has an underrated for us? Move on. Yeah, let's go to favorite. Yeah. Well, Christy, no underrated Thanksgiving <laughs> food. <laughs> I said it's not cheese whiz with celery. Word. Oh, that's true. Uh, does that double as your favorite? I, I expect that there's gonna be there could be some overlap between underrated and favorite. Um, it depends on whose house I'm at, but. I mean, probably mashed potatoes. Oh, no. Pecan pie. That's the answer. There's no other debating. Pecan pie is the best. I predicted uh, that. Did I not? <laughs> that she would have pie as the only thing that she liked. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think the best foods of these meals transcends Thanksgiving Day. So pie certainly, yes. you know, you can never go wrong with pie. Or butter. Right. (laughs) Uh, While we're still close to the butter pocket conversation, my favorite Thanksgiving food is mashed potatoes, and in part because I like mashed potatoes, and in part because it was the first thing that I always made to bring to Thanksgiving dinner. It was the first side that was uh, delegated to me to handle at a a fairly young age. Hmm. (laughs) So... Sorry, I just assumed I heard Hillary yelling at her kids or something. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. That was like someone was in the red zone at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) So mashed potatoes for me. Um, Mine is related to that. Uh, Yams. So I've tried a bunch of different preparations over the years, and my favorite is is just like yams that have been oven blasted, and then you just mash them up with butter and brown sugar and and stick them in the oven again. And it's so fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Nisleys love them. I can say that. They disappear now um, every year. So I just got to make more and more and more. Um, I mean, I guess on the sort of like semi-fruit vegetable tip, my favorite one is kind of with Christy. I, my mom makes a really, really good cherry cobbler mm. and there's so much butter in it. There's so much butter in it and it's in a, you know, casserole pan. It's not, it's not circular. It's like a rectangle. And my favorite thing to do, <clears throat> cause you're, I'm so full after I eat cause I get so many plates of, of Thanksgiving and then, so it's like, I don't really want a pie or 
uh, dessert right then. But my favorite thing is to like have, you know, a couple glasses of wine or whatever and then mm -hmm. go like stand up. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do just with dessert in general is to be standing up. I don't cut a slice or like a section off. I just use my fork. And I eat at the corners of the pie or the cake or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that is, is this what you do with one hand while you're stirring gravy with the other? Basically. Just even it out. Just even That's all you got to do. You got to even it that out. That is chaotic evil. It doesn't, it doesn't count as eating dessert. No, it doesn't. plausible it's like, deniability is yeah. what it you is. You have no well, idea how much you actually dessert. ate. And, yeah. and usually There's one still of my a hypotenuse here. We need to keep working. This, and usually you know. one of my sister's or my mom is there doing it with me. So we're just kind of oh, like mindless. Go. I'm not like rebellious. Like other people are doing this, but it's feels really good. I mean, occasionally I will do it where there's, you know, my mom will make a whipped cream like that. You know, it's easy to make whipped cream, but she'll make a whipped cream that's not so sweet. So it like tastes good against the um, sweetness mm -hmm. of the cherry cobbler. So that's good. Or adding some ice cream. But really, I don't like cutting a slice. I don't want to commit to a small piece or be like, this is what I'm eating. I just want so to just eat <laughs> You're just painting the corners on the strike zone of the cherry cobbler. Yes, yes 100%. Now, my, my move here, because not, there's nothing I hate worse than feeling full. And I, you know, yeah, after the meal, I, I feel full. And I don't yeah. want the dessert right then because I, yeah. I'm not going to do it justice. Yeah. So what I will do is I'll... I'll slice something, I'll individually wrap it, and, and I'll make sure that the person who made the dessert sees me doing it, and then I will point to it and say, I will be making sweet love to this at 10.30 this evening, so don't even worry about it. This is much appreciated. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's the, we, um weirdly in my family, because I didn't know this was weird until I got a little bit older, we don't have um, Thanksgiving lunch, like, or late lunch, we have Thanksgiving uh -huh. dinner, like, we have it at 7.30, <clears throat> that night because we have to watch football my mom's making food you know everybody's sort of arriving um so it's so late it's always like midnight and the, the kitchen Ugh. is dark and we're all just like <laughs> <laughs> crowded around the cherry cobbler eating it oh, yum. how do you have your first leftovers meal before you go to bed if you I eat don't. so late I don't. <laughs> this is what happened this is when i was a child what would happen was all my friends would have theirs and then they would just come over to our house at some point and join mm -hmm. our family we have so many kids and family so it was like it was just grow and grow and grow as the evening went on so it's fun oh Mike, actually, Mike, we're having it at my uncle's house, which is down the street from my house. He lives in Circle C. You're more than welcome to come. You and Emily are more than welcome to come venture over. Oh, I will fun. let her know. That's the It'll be a late show, right? Yep. It's a late show. All right. I'll, so for I'll listeners. Bring her, I'll bring her sleeping uh, self over there. <laughs> for listeners catching this first thing on Thanksgiving morning, just make your way to whatever Circle C is in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Come on it's down. It's the classiest neighborhood in South Austin. <laughs> and just uh, look for the caravan. Just, just go to where all the cars are parked. <laughs> we have any more? I'll bring favorites? the room temperature butter if I if I arrive. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, it's the ice of holiday meals. <laughs> yeah, it, it totally is. Uh, my least favorite is Phyllis scared me for a second. <laughs> I like, I like sweet potatoes, yams, but my problem is that people mess with them too much. Oh. My least favorite is candied yams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why anyone mm. feels the compulsion to melt a layer of marshmallows on top of yams <laughs> right. is 
beyond me. Marshmallows I'll need to stay that, away. It's too much. <laughs> uh, my mom does that. It's not my favorite, but other people really love it. So yeah, my aunt does it too. Gym. I will. I will fuck with that. I will. But yeah, a lot of people <laughs> cannot stand it. <laughs> but put some brown sugar and some butter on on cardboard, and I'm and I'm down with it. So. Right. Marshmallows? No, I'm not eating the cardboard. It's, yeah, it's good, but it's a dessert. Like mm-hmm. especially when yeah. people buy the whatever the yams in their own, like in a sugar. Oh, uh-huh. get the fuck out of here! And with then that. they pour oh, it. Oh, yeah. candy! Pour it all yeah. in a no. thing, and then just pop no. some. some. That's yeah. no. no. Shut it it's down. It's not a side dish. Any self-respecting chef brings their own yam bag to the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, well, that was inevitable. Yeah, I'm gonna reset the counter. It's been a while. Uh. I have a least favorite that might not be a Thanksgiving classic among mm. other people's house, but this is something that appears at my house every year, and I don't know why. And it is. Creamed pearl onions. Oh, what? you know that's a that's a nicely favorite, man. They love Is it? that, dude. Yeah, I made it I don't when I heard it. they liked that. I made that one. I was like, oh, I'll do my own spin on it, and I did like pearl onions within like a balsamic vinaigrette kind of thing. They were did bombing, they remove dude. you from the house? Yeah, they were like, oh, they like oh. they no, yeah. they were bombing. They were bum- they were like yeah. oh okay, but then my friend came. And um, uh, like a, a later year and she made she was like, oh, do you think they would like if I made cream pearl onions? I was like, yes, because I will not make that <laughs> shit. You make it. She came over and made it. They ask if she's coming back every year. They love that. <laughs> oh, they, my it's God. Like, yeah, it's their favorite it's thing. They t- love it. I just find it really bland and boring <laughs> yeah, and tasteful. Like, it gets boring. It's nothing. Yeah. It tastes like nothing. Like onions lose all their flavor when you just like, I don't know what they do to them. Poach them in yeah, milk Yeah, you blanch them and an then hour. you dump white stuff on them. Yeah, it's Ugh. nasty. I know, but they love it. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Just dump white stuff on them. Come on, man. No, no, no. I'm just... No, I I was thinking, um, like, PBS and... uh, and uh, I don't know what other things white people like. Oh, yeah. Uh, smooth jazz. Garrison right. Keeler. New porn. Yeah. Right. Just dump all those things on some pearl onions. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a good tangent. Just a quick one. This is a problem in my family. It's a problem mainly with my mother. And that is, Phyllis, mm-hmm. don't fuck with classic recipes on major holidays. <laughs> I know. You got to practice, <laughs> practice that shit. Yeah. I just, and believe me, my, I mean, part of what emboldened me, I think, was that I had made a steak for Josh that had had that type of pearl onion on it. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I'll just do this. But I didn't realize how committed they were to, you know, what then they, they should have brought had. it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. That was and yeah. I remember that Thanksgiving too cuz I made that was before we started doing Thanksgiving every like we started hosting it every year. I made I put mm-hmm. the turkey in at, at my father-in-law's house. I went and I hosted all things considered <laughs> and I came back <laughs> and finished everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So, you know, I still I still call that one a success, um, you know, yeah. even though they didn't like the pearl onions and the way they You know, I think that. that's a really good point, though. Like, if there's something that you require and you require it a certain way, just bring it yourself. Yep. And we're actually yep. doing that because when my mom texted us, what do you guys need for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Gregory's response was deviled eggs, which is not Whoa. something that we've ever had. I love deviled eggs. Yeah. I love them, too, but we've it's not a Thanksgiving staple in our house. Totally. And I was like, well, we're yeah. just going to have to bring them because my mom told totally ignored that yeah <laughs> she yeah. was just like yeah. nope so, <laughs> yeah, that's a playbook out of my mom's she's like i'm just gonna pretend like i didn't hear yep. that and yeah. move on. yep yeah so we're just gonna bring them and just i guess if nobody else eats them then we will they'll we disappear yeah, yeah. oh they will yeah nice. that's a good so like fast. that's a good as phyllis as you were saying like a good let's just Other have end some of the shit house. out there you go like, yeah. yep yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. stepdad well, is in charge. Like he's not a great cook, but he is totally into the cheese board. Like oh, he will great. make oh, yeah. a kick-ass, like you know, relish board, cheese crackers, pickles, olives, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Regular like pearl onions that aren't mm-hmm. dunked in white stuff. Those are okay, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of keeps us happy until the real meal is ready. Yeah. No, that's good. Huh. That's good. I think you can really divide the world into two kinds of people there are the kinds of people that say that you must have the holiday meal the same way it must be these prescribed dishes and then there are the people who would like to experiment a little bit Mm -hmm. if thanksgiving was up to me and matt we would try all kinds of new stuff every year, but mm-hmm. the rest of my family is like, no, no. we must have these same recipes <laughs> that we have every year. And I like, I'm just, it's good, but I get bored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying test drive it. Right. Yeah. You like, have a good point. Like this is not the time for trying it for the first time. That That's yeah. ne- that's net when you're having a bunch of people over, that's never the time to try something new. At least I, have spent- practiced. Emily and I have both spent a few Thanksgivings here in Austin and Christmas meals with um, hosted by her, her best friend who's a vegan, and it it's pretty good. It's it's you know you're gonna get some food and you're gonna give thanks and watch some football. Thankfully, she's a football fan. Um, but uh, when you get back to a real Thanksgiving table after something like that. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> then you start grubbing. Well, I'm not it makes saying, you extra thankful. I'm not saying that you yeah. go crazy and, you know, this Thanksgiving we're having sushi. You would still have the elements. <laughs> no, but, like you know, branching out try on... To try a different yeah. kind of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Sure. Maybe I yeah. could maybe, do ones with the skins on or something. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you decide in advance that one person each year gets to fuck with the whatever recipe they bring mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> and then in case you didn't like that their kind of take on pumpkin pie you can just fire it in the trash and say all right well next year you know well someone well, else will try something else i was right. tasked with the insulting job of bringing rolls um so <laughs> oh, oh Meredith. they've seen so many pictures Sorry of you slicing your you. hands up online they're like i know there's can no she knives. pull apart the rolls without hurting yourself yeah so well but <laughs> I she brings rolls and maybe we can see the blood in them <laughs> well, you also have to drive far i have to drive yeah, and right. i've been making a lot of bread so that i, I hope that's the reason well, stop bragging sense. about how much money I- you make. Jesus <laughs> But I'm going to mess you with it. You can afford rolls. We get it. I've been God. making sourdough 
bread a lot, so I'm going to make sourdough rolls, which might be messing with tradition Ooh. a little bit because my mm-hmm. mom usually makes just like quick yeasted rolls. Um, just buy the Sister Schuster at the grocery store and you can heat them just up. Just in if case. They don't, just in case. It comes yeah. in the circle just to have, buy two and you'll be good. Okay. Just if you case. do make them, use, a, use one of the, you know, where you can ball up your fist and just cut them like that, you know. Right. The other hand, fully gloved. I so won't. Just... I use those armored gloves all the time. I haven't cut myself in it a while. By the way, I keep okay. saying Sister Schuster. It's Sister Schubert. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. That's my correction. Okay. Anyway, they're really good. Yeah, I would like to know what Anne is baking for Thanksgiving. Oh, maybe this is why I feel sort of bored with Thanksgiving, and like I, I want to be able to try different things because I'm sick and tired of being so constrained in what I make for mm-hmm. dessert. And mm-hmm. our Thanksgivings are so small now; it's I can't make a range of pies. So you know, I can't like make a pumpkin and an apple and then try mm-hmm. something new. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I don't think I'm going to make a pumpkin because my mom doesn't really like it. So I'll probably make, I've talked about it previously, it's becoming a standby, which is the apple pear crumble pie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which has cream cheese uh, in the bottom and then a layer of uh, oh crushed God. up vanilla wafers with brown sugar and butter. The crumble. What? Can I come and over? And apples I and need pears this and then more crumble. It's on craft.com, you guys. I found it there i'm almost um, kind of embarrassed but it's so good so i make sorry. that one sorry kathleen's nice. gravy we get a new show description <laughs> recipe <laughs> but i think i'm sort of compromising i think on monday for my bake that i bring in i'm going to make a sweet potato cake with yes. marshmallow frosting Ooh. so that'll oh be my, my new thing to that try sounds wonderful. oh wow that's yeah. the right way to do candy dams thank you yes <laughs> I just pulled up the frosting. What? Yep. That sounds amazing. Mm. I know. I just pulled up the text from my mom, and she's going to make pumpkin pie, pecan pie, apple pie, and cranberry pie. Pecan. Sorry. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You, you see, there's Ooh. there's every chance that will only be me and my parents for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. So That's well, this much. is too One many pies. Pie will be more than enough. It's just mm-hmm. going to be five of us and two kids. So it's going to be, we're going to have each, I don't know, half a pie to bring home, which I'm okay with. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cold pie stuff. is stuff. a staple of the leftover mm-hmm. holiday. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so we got Anna Meredith. What's everybody else doing for Thanksgiving this year? Mike, what are you guys doing? Uh, nothing that I know of. Uh, the only invite that's on the table now is to uh, Hillary's go, uncle. Go to Uncle Lyndon's house. <laughs> Come on, uh, I have <laughs> might be Uncle Lyndon. Um, we there's not a whole lot of relative activity happening in our family. Um, because you know, of, of course, my family is a zillion miles away, and the Baton Rouge folk are sort of paralyzed in place right now because their kitchen is being remodeled, and uh, so they need to be there to both sur- supervise and suffer through that process. Just going to send them to Popeye's for a turkey po'boy. Oh, I <laughs> love that fine. chicken at Popeye's. <laughs> that is a hard one, though, because obviously they can't host Thanksgiving if the kitchen is torn up and they can't leave and go somewhere else if they need yeah. to supervise construction. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's rough. It, they're, in a, they're in a bad spot, but, I mean, they're very happy. My mother-in-law is 
ecstatic because she is a cook and she cooks three meals a day, sometimes even more for that eating machine that is my father-in-law. <laughs> and she just, you know, she shovels that coal and she, I, I don't know how she's coping right now with hungry Ed. What are they doing? Take out? Doing. I don't <laughs> know. Sounds like a nightmare I'm, for know, her. Next time we get together, I'm going to find out what's happened because he is an eating machine. I mean, he's like the terminator of eating, and I don't know how you survive during a kitchen remodel with that guy in the house. So, so probably nothing. Yeah, right. Maybe go to the movies. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fair. A good one. That's a good one. Uh, Christy, any excitement in the in the which family are you seeing or are you guys hiding? Um, we, uh, Ellie is going to be with her mom. So we're going to my cousin's house with my dad. It's my mom's cousin, but in the divorce, they chose my dad. So, um, (laughs) it's really fun. They're all amazing cooks. There's going to be lots of pie and, uh, yeah. Uh, I have an aunt like that. My, my uncle and his wife got divorced, but we kept her. So he's still in the family, but so is she, and they're just they're friendly. So they she she just still comes to all our holidays. That's yeah, nice. we've had that in my family too. Yeah, the um, Uncle Jim and Aunt Pat got divorced, but uh, Aunt Pat still shows up uh, everywhere, including at uh, my family cabin when I tried to take Emily and the dogs up there one mm-hmm. time. She was already squatting there. Oh my and, god! Without permission, and so we had to mm-hmm. turn around and and go home on the ferry <laughs> that day. Wow. So that's how ingrained Aunt Pat can get into your uh, family if you happen to like her as much as uh, as you like the uncle. I like oh God, Jim, what but... if I'm the Aunt Pat? <laughs> if you look around the if you look around the Thanksgiving table and you don't, don't see Aunt see Pat, it's you. <laughs> You're the Aunt Pat. Sorry. Sorry, Christy. Yeah. Uh, and Sam and I will be flying back from Aruba on Thanksgiving. So Aww, come on now, stop bragging. God, first Meredith and her big money raise, and now <laughs> you with your high flying lifestyle. Uh, we still have more on the run sheet, but I think I want to call an audible on why we are thankful in 2019 because we've done the podcast in some form or another for several years now. And as much as I love to make Mike cry, um, <laughs> I think our answers are probably pretty similar. And also, none of us have had a particularly great or terrible year, if I'm thinking correctly. So what I For do want to do... the first time in a long time, yes, I can yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> it was neither great nor terrible. So maybe we soft-pedal the individual things unless somebody's really itching to, to share theirs. But what I did want to do is, I think on behalf of the show, especially the new show... Uh, I I wanted to, and I think we probably all want to say thank you to everyone who followed us over or started listening with the beginning of this show has everything. Yeah. Not to get all sappy, but we're glad that you you followed us to a second location. (laughs) Never, never a good idea. But thank you so much. (laughs) Yes. It's never a good idea until it absolutely is the best idea you ever had. Uh, And uh, as of a couple of days ago. You know, we've been pleading occasionally for show reviews, especially because the show has changed. And I made some convoluted ketchup mustard thing uh, on the show a couple of weeks ago about how we're not mustard. I don't remember how it went. But anyway, we got 
we've gotten one recent review uh, from Anne98941, and I believe this is not Anne Lundholm, right, Anne? Nope. Okay. <laughs> and and here's the review. It's five stars, so thank you. It's just like Lyft drivers everywhere. We're thrilled. Uh, more friends in your ear holes. I've been listening to Tishi since its origins as a commentary podcast about another podcast, TBTL. When they decided to move on from that format, I happily followed along. This is a group of smart, interesting, funny, and mostly kind-hearted friends. <laughs> mostly. Mike. 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 Mike and Bobby. And the chance to listen to their free-ranging, uh, and then parenthetically, but thoughtfully produced conversations enhances my life. So thank you. Aww. And 98941. Thank you. And... Uh, if there are any other name and number combinations out there listening, please go to the <laughs> podcatcher of your choice. And we appreciate it and uh, would be ever so thankful and grateful for your reviews. Not that we want to use this as a springboard to get more shows or more listeners through iTunes or any of that. But like, I think it just makes us feel better knowing that you're out there. Some of you mm-hmm. who were listening for a long time told us for the first time when we were switching the show format that you were out there and we were so excited by that. And if you haven't done that yet, please reach out because it's nice to know you're there. We see the numbers. There's at least a few of you we've never talked to. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, or, or, or all eight of you own several cell phones. I mean, that's the other option. I, I want to say hi to Anne 98941 because 98941 is the zip code for Rosalind, Washington. So, oh, that oh, is Anne Miner. Oh. We got you. Yep. Sneaky. Good work, Nancy Drew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So she knows she knows we have dark hearts, at least a couple of us <laughs> do. And I don't I don't mind that. I think it's you know It's I, accurate. I've yes. I have uh I've never wanted to hang out for more than ten minutes with someone who just had a bright spirit and just nothing but a pure heart. <laughs> it is boring as fuck. I mean, I want people that 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 do good things and and you know your actions speak loud. You know, yep. but you are if 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 your heart isn't just a little bit dark. I mean, I, got, I have no We've time. We've got that in common. Yep. <laughs> I have no I have no time for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Good luck to you. I wish you the best for sure. Right. And and you're a bright light in the world, but I'm not that person and this is not the show for you or I'm not the host for you. <laughs> right. All right. So let's go on to Tishi recommend. Oh, I don't want again, if anyone wants to jump in just interrupt me, but otherwise we'll go to Tishi recommends holiday season edition. These are um extra things that we recommend to help you enjoy and make the most of and get through the holiday season. Uh, Hillary, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, this is one of the only like Thanksgiving oriented um, movies that I can kind of remember. That's like purely about Thanksgiving and not about Christmas. Really. It's home for the holidays. I believe it came out in like 1994. It's directed by Jodie Foster. It stars um, Holly Hunter, a very probably coked up Robert Downey Jr. Claire Danes <laughs> is in it. And Bancroft, <laughs> Uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg. It is, um, I don't know why, I think I saw it in the movie theater. I just really love it, and I feel like it's an accurate portrayal of what it's really like when you go home for the holidays and you've been away and you're kind of like trying to make it big in the world. You're like, I live in this big city and I'm, you know, have some sort of fabulous career and then you go home to your suburban household. Um, I, there's a part where like her dad like turns off the light and then like changes the light bulb and turns it back on. And he says 
say thank you, dad. And it so reminds me of my dad for like doing <laughs> these little things of being like, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I just, I really, really enjoy it. It's kind of stressful because you're like, you know, it's being home with your weirdo family, but right. I, I think it's enjoyable, and I really what, like it. What was the year again? I that? think it's 1994, I'm pretty sure, because Claire Danes is like, a, it's right around the time when Claire Danes uh, was yeah. in My So-Called Life, so I was yep. very, like, I was in the Claire Danes hive at that point, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I would, anything she was in, I was, uh, like, all about. I feel like there was a, at least a decade where Robert Downey Jr. was making the laziest acting choices in the world, because he would just play coked-out young guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, he's, he, so he cast. just had to show up, you know, it's, and it's like, it's, yeah, you look perfect today. Perfect. <laughs> it's crazy in this because that's totally his role, but he is so, like, even in his coked up haze, he's so charming that you're like, oh, yeah. I see it. Like, I see why. That's how you get away with it for you. 10 yeah. years. Yeah. It's like, you're yeah. good. You're funny. You're good. Yeah. You're let me, let me so. ask a question, though. You yes. don't think he's making lazy acting choices now? <laughs> Oh, he for sure is. I mean, he's just now oh, he's just he like smarmy, like sarcastic, yes. smarmy, yes. Yes. know-it-all dude. Yes. Yes. I, I stopped following him at Iron Man. I mean, I yes. can only watch one action movie per probably His two decades. Sherlock Holmes was basically a version of that. Tony and, Stark, basically. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he didn't even put enough uh, stamps on it to mail it in. It, it got returned. <laughs> but then he's like, oh, but give me my billion dollars. Thanks. Bye. Sure, sure, sure. He's earned it. I mean... Yeah. He charmed his way through the whole thing, and you know, and because he didn't buy castles, he doesn't, you know, uh, have to be made fun of all the time like Nicolas Cage. Um, But anyway, it's uh, I correct myself; it's 1995, so it was like a sweet spot for me to be going to the movies uh, Mm -hmm. during uh, during Thanksgiving. But it's I think it's an enjoyable film, and it's Thanksgiving based. So there you go. There you go. Mine's also a movie. Uh, And it is uh, a little film you may have heard of called It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I I, I realize that It's a Wonderful Life is long. And I realize that everyone has seen it already. And I realize that it uh, can be boring in parts. Uh, However, for me, that is the Christmas season. And I've always cited it as one of my favorite movies because of that. And I think there's a lot of detail in It's a Wonderful Life that people miss or forget about because they're half watching it while they're doing stuff around the house or the night it's on NBC or whatever. So uh, something we've done many times through the years and I try to do every year is go see It's a Wonderful Life in a movie theater. And there's always theaters that put it on at some point in December. It's usually one or two nights in December. Um, Seeing it on the movie screen makes me as happy for the holidays as anything um probably because it's mostly ideal and it you know uh, real life christmas is never that good (laughs) but like something about that movie every year is a highlight for me every year and so it doesn't even matter like we've seen it in big commercial crappy movie theaters we've seen it in the little arty theaters um and it's always a little different experience, but there's also just something about taking a few hours out to go do that and not do anything else uh, around the holidays that makes me really happy. So go see It's a Wonderful Life in a movie theater on a big screen with other people around. If you're anything like us, uh, cheer when you hear that the plastics factory is going to be in Rochester. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. That's mine. That's what I recommend. Aww. All right. Well, I have a recommendation 
from a time in my life where I think Hillary was just talking about how there was a time in your life when you were a certain age and you had all this time to go to the movies around a holiday. And mine was Thanksgiving and I think it was 1987. And there was a, there was a movie out. Um, well, well setting the stage here, I was away from home, away from my girlfriend, away from all my friends. And I'd made new friends and I had a job and I had things going on in Washington, DC, but everything disappeared at Thanksgiving. So, you know, I I had a chance to spend a lot of time with myself, which I hate. So, uh, I sought out entertainment and I went to see a movie called planes, trains, and automobiles. It's a good one. And Mm -hmm. I think I Mm -hmm. went back four or five times during, you know, between then and Christmas, whenever I was feeling a little bit lonely or homesick or just, you know, wanted to put a big smile on my face. And, uh, about three years ago, I think I shared this with Emily. I said, you know, I was sharing this with her about the movie and either she hadn't seen it or hadn't seen it in a while. And so on Thanksgiving, I popped it on and just great. So fun. And just a good way to like kick off the, the weekend. And, and, uh, so now we're doing it every year. So not quite crying, Bobby, but I'm almost Mike, yeah. did I ever sh- show you the pictures? I have a friend that recreated it over Thanksgiving week. No, he even that... like dressed like him. He did all of the same adventure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And plane, chains, and automobiles uh, era John Candy is the picture that I put next to uh, that picture of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, uh, yeah, when he when he shaved down to the Chimo mustache <laughs> after the humiliating loss. Yeah. yeah, I'm just so glad that you're recommending this movie and not going to a PTA meeting because I didn't know what the no. abbreviation was. It didn't click for me until you said it. I don't like to tip y'all. I mean, my notes are mine, so I think I think we know that that half the time I'll forget what my my little thing even means, so I won't even get it out. Or you know, we can all be surprised together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I figure it out, say, wait, okay, that note. Yeah. That's the joy of hosting with Mike. (laughs) Well, I did not camouflage mine, so everybody can see it. But one of my favorite things to do on Thanksgiving Day is watch the National Dog Show on television. Uh, It always comes on here after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I love the idea of the parade, but I do not like the reality oh. of the parade. It's so with... embarrassing. It's so, <laughs> so embarrassing <laughs> and so many commercial breaks. But the dog show comes on af- yes. afterwards, high noon here at Central Time. Yep. Yep. And I just love to watch the dog show and see all those puppies and the yep. prettiest of all the breeds and to get a look at all the different breeds. I have a little bit of anxiety involved with it though because it's always um john o'hurley right jay peterman yeah and then the other guy of rhode actually... island <laughs> great thanks for sharing that bobby he's too um... tall to be from that state he's too tall he, so he won't fit him he's like the play-by-play guy right and then the other guy that actually knows about dogs is the color man yeah and so it's whenever like they have a show yeah whenever they have a, a category come up the they do an opening like the pan across 
all the dogs so you can see them before they actually start showing them. And the color guy always lists what all the breeds are. But the problem is that the camera pans just a little too fast. And so he's trying to keep up and say all the breeds before the camera goes off the dog. And I get super anxious about it. So he's like, the, the Norwich Terrier and the Yorkshire Terrier and the Scottish Terrier and the West Highland Terrier. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Keep up, keep up. And I have a serious question about this coverage. Mm -hmm. uh, w when they do the pan down, mm -hmm. do they arrange the breeds uh, and or the dogs in order of height so that they can do an, uh, a beautifully, you know, choreographed scan? Or do, do, is it like up and down and up and down? And, you know, no, I think they do. I've never thought about it. But like when they do, they'll have like the golden retriever, the fluffy coated golden retriever the yellow retriever there the yeah the chihuahua lab, the where black is it where lab. is it where is it i, uh, I think pan they, down oh there they it is. Uh, definitely hi, do breeds that are related to each other with uh -huh. each other so i think that has a natural sorting effect where they're not going to be going back and forth and back and forth and also you know certain types of dogs are for certain kinds of things so there aren't going to be any oh, yeah. like huge dogs in sure. the i don't know toy the the lap dog hiding from company uh right division um or like all your weasel hunting dogs are going to be together yeah. right and that's not going to be short-legged diggers mm -hmm. so they just need to pan a little more slowly or yes i mean how come they can never get this right it seems like this is something very fixable I don't know. I just think his maybe his timing is a little bit off or they have to hit their certain cues because there's only a certain number of minutes before they get into the actual judging. I don't know, but I, I need to DVR this thing this year. I'm fascinated oh, you now. Do. This it's is like so a piece great. of sports programming now. Could and they bring in the so sky pretty. cam? Uh, back off well, on every snap it's like you're playing Madden at the dog show I don't know if there's that much money in the dog show Bobby there's going to be that. it's live programming right it's live yeah. programming this mm -hmm. is where the future if they panned wow. with the drone would the dogs try to chase it probably Ooh. I guess Ooh. <laughs> right. Right? Uh, you're immediately disqualified if you capture that. the camera that you know the, the GoPro <laughs> that's trying to kick. yeah Yep, he brought down the GoPro and took a shit. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, let me issue a quick correction. It's not as egregious as Hillary's roles, but John O'Hurley went to Providence College, but he did not grow up in Rhode Island. James Woods, obviously, yeah. the actual pride of Rhode Island. Oh, God, no, he's not. Gross. Oh, disavow, Bobby, disavow. The shame of Rhode Island. Yeah. Well, he's from Warwick, so oh. it's fine. Uh -huh. Tim. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christy. Yes. Your recommends. My, rec my recommend it, uh, is The Crown Season 3. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> I got a hotel uh, this weekend from Sunday to Tuesday and binge-watched The Crown. Nice. On, on an iPad the entire time. And it was amazing. And... um. I don't know why I'm obsessed with the Royals. I just am, and it's dumb. But I love that this season they go a little bit into the politics of people actually hating the royal family, yeah. which I also 
think that they should be disbanded, but I also love them at the yes. same time. Yes. Like, yes. Um, but also I found out from 23 and me, I'm like 63% Welsh. So it was exciting <laughs> because they talked about that. <laughs> so that's it. The crown season three. I can't wait. I can't it's wait. So good. I'm so excited. I'm so ready. <laughs> and actually I do really think that they should be disbanded. Cause I think that Andrew is a terrible person and he's, Oh my God. They're all bullshit. He might take them down, but I love it so much. And I can't handle it. <laughs> Okay. Dude, I, don't know. I am so I am so pissed at you about raping these girls, but I just need a place to crash for j- just like a week. <laughs> Is that cool? We're not friends anymore, but I just need to hang out here. Yeah, Is that this, cool? we have like twenty five palaces around the world, but <laughs> this friendship is over. Right? But uh, are you kidding? I, I'm not Andrew feeling that would well never tonight. Speak. Could I stay for six days? No, Andrew would never speak that harshly to anybody because he's so politely inbredly bred. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I find I find your behavior somewhat unbecoming. Yes. yes. <laughs> But I, I might uh, avail uh, myself of your accommodations for just half a fortnight. Uh, Could I do some cocaine over there on that table? I would like to try some of that cocaine, please. Um, I have Pardon always me, hated- do you have any underage women? <laughs> I've always hated Oh, Prince shit, Charles. this shouldn't be so funny, guys. I don't know. I, know, right? I don't know. Um, Sorry, we're an hour in. It's fine. Prince Charles, but this season made me go, okay. Oh. I get I it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, I think I think that I'm not built for the binge model mm. of TV because I really lost interest in The Crown. I enjoyed season one very much, but mm. then you watch it all in a couple of weeks or whatever, and then you have to wait. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, in your specially I, procured I hotel room. Housekeeping. I can't do it in watching? days. I, it, it may be three or four weeks is as short as I can do it. And mm-hmm. then you have to wait two years, years. for the mm-hmm. next season to come out. And by mm-hmm. then I'm just like, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. I've had well, that I happen. There's yeah. going to be less time between these two because they switched over the actors every yeah. three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's boring. Uh, we don't need to get into it, but I'm excited. I'm glad. I'm <laughs> glad it's my just watch it. back. <laughs> and I love I love Olivia Coleman so much. Oh my gosh, she does. Mm. She's yeah. amazing. She is the best. I love Tobias Menzies very yes. much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Phyllis, I see you've noted that you have a practical tea she recommends and is it more practical than a chopster because that's the lineup <laughs> that's the bar i've set i think it is yeah it's individually wrapped lens wipes for your glasses <laughs> oh, um these nice. are great i love these i carry these around in my purse now so if uh if you ever run into me and you just want some <laughs> just ask because i probably have a bunch i just bought a box of 400 um i got the Yo. yeah <laughs> Because I go through that's actually things. normal. I I buy them too. Oh, that's, the, that's just the size they come. Okay, in. cool. Yeah, I mean, my last couple boxes yeah. were like one hundred, but then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going all out." So I got the Optics Fifty Five brand, <laughs> <laughs> and I got four hundred. Wow, fancy for fifteen bucks. I got I got the Top Care brand. Okay, so we're. <laughs> I mean, I just bought them because I had four hundred. <laughs> But, um, you know, they make them in the same place. Let's of face course. it. Buy it's them. all about marketing Amazon. and packaging. Come on, guys. Yes. Amazon. 
Yes, I just yeah, I, I just got them because uh, the quantity was appealing. And but now I realize I have this insanely huge box of <laughs> wipes <laughs> of glasses wipes that I'm like, uh, I need to give these away at this point. So uh, if you have glasses, um, you know, we run into each other. <laughs> let me give you some of these. Um, but they're order they're your great. merch by December 1st and we get a free lens wipe with every order. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. They're they're really. I'm really kidding. Great. We're not. Yeah. We're not doing that. Right. <laughs> yes. but, I just want to get ahead of that before yeah. Christy gets yeah. mad because right. I signed her up to mail for yeah. lens wipes. Okay. Yeah, not cool. So yeah, do recommend. Okay. Yep. I think that's all the recommendations. Nice. Who put my name under housekeeping? Oh dear. <laughs> not I. Uh, you jerk! This, I was trying to was get a, out of doing work. <laughs> this is a reset run sheet, so that may have just lingered there. No, Sorry. it wasn't. I no, I made sure that it wasn't. It. Somebody oh. added me. <laughs> Wait, we when I find out who it was, an anonymous cat. Could be. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> Is it really housekeeping? <laughs> housekeeping. Look at that lovely voice. Um, let's see. For it's time for Christmas shopping. I mean, I don't know why we're talking about Thanksgiving at all. Everybody knows the Christmas season starts on November first. Uh, you should be buying things from our merchandise. A site for yourself, which is the best kind of Christmas shopping at all. Of course, it still lives at littleredbandwagon.com. I think we our uh, our membership or whatever on Squarespace ends at the um, at December thirty first. So after that, Jeremy's going to have to come up with something else. But until then, uh, we do have some fun stuff on there, and we are working on more merch. We are discussing ideas. On a daily or weekly basis. So new things to come. And we hope you will avail yourself of that. Um, It is the time of being thankful. And we would be so thankful if you could rate and review us like Anne. Not me, but other Anne did. (laughs) Uh, Even if you have to be real about our shortcomings, that's good for us to know too so that we can work on it. And uh, we just love to hear what you have to say, good or bad. For sure. And then we'll ask you how your podcast is, so Andrea. <laughs> you're not allowed to review us. Because you have an But answer. everybody else. Yep. Um, all right, guys, get involved. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Um, we're still using throwyourphone.com, so please send it in. The um, remember we're having a, a cheese off, <laughs> a battle of the cheeses. Um, so please participate. We'd love to hear your answers. The website is cheeseoff.space. <laughs> so dumb. Um, <laughs> I think we need we need to maintain this even after the cheese survey is For done. Sure. So we'll do other kinds of interactive things that will still if be you, at cheeseoff.space. If you're really, <laughs> really cheesed off about something that we've said last yes. week. Go to cheese off dot space. space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Join our Facebook group. We've been getting a lot of good uh, participation. It's fun to see everybody's comments. I loved hearing about everybody's jobs. It was, it's really fun. Everybody, you know, y'all have had a lot of shitty jobs. So (laughs) I like to hear about it. Um, The show Twitter is, is at, T-S-H everything. I'm just going to spell it out. T-S-H everything. 
Um, the e- email us at tshe at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. You know I love them. Um, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. And we're still deciding how to get us out of here. Anybody want to do it? I'll do, I'll do one. Okay. Um, until next time. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> As I walk along and stumble, trains rumble in my head. I breeze along and grumble. Think about you instead. And a piece of gun You, that's all I want Just a piece of the gun And all I want is you Sometimes I get so hungry Think about pie all day just a little whipped cream and Honey, I'm on my way With a piece of pecan You, that's all I want Just a piece of pecan All I want is you Oh,